You are listening to the Bulls Cast with Chris Stonage and Ben Goddard, your independent Hereford FC podcast. And welcome to another episode of Bulls Cast, your independent Hereford FC podcast brought to you by the Hereford Times. I'm joined once more, Chris Tynes, by Ben Goddard. How are you, Ben? You good? Yeah, good morning, everyone. We're just lunchtime here, so you were just scoffing your pasta, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's to be done. Yeah, all uh, fitting, in, fitting into our usual routine. So yeah, no, all good. Yeah, late night last night with covering Hereford. Uh, luckily, it could have been could have been later if it had gone to extra time or penalties, or dreaded penalties. I remember a couple of years ago when we went to um, we went to Torquay and they, um, to play Truro in a replay. Luckily, it was Tor- Torquay because I think Truro is another an hour and a half down the road, and um, that went to extra time and Hereford scored the winner in the late and extra time. And I think we got back just as the sun was rising about five in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably the latest I've got back from a. From a game, York, I think next week will be a bit of a nightmare. That's probably usually a two or three o'clock in the morning job, maybe later. Yeah. That's going to be yeah. fun. That's going to be fun indeed. Well, as you just mentioned, Lymington, um, we are actually into the next round of the FA Cup, which is brilliant to, to hear. Um, but first off, we'll start with the, the more disappointing of the two results uh, away from home, uh, a two all draw. Um, I, I believe, you know, Hereford were, were cruising in the game and then and then Lampton got back into it. Um, what can you share from that experience, mate? Yeah, I think Hereford responded to going behind really well. And then for, for about 10 minutes before the break, they completely dominated and you thought this could end 3-4-1 in the second half. And then they just didn't come out of the block. So I think Josh Garland was really frustrated about it. Um, they just didn't look half as lively or as committed as they did in the first half. Um, I'm not sure if they just thought they were already into the next round of the FA Cup. Um, and that obviously gave Livington the um, the emphasis to go on and, and get an equaliser and they could have snatched it, although Hereford could have also gone and won it in normal time, but so could Livington. So, um, yeah, but in on the face of it, I said it at the time, a a draw wasn't a bad result because uh, it's new back four, completely new back four, with um, Ando coming in and Finney uh, making his debut last night. So completely new back four, and they need to learn to play together. And playing against, uh, no, no disrespect to Limington, but they're worse than any opposition Hereford will play in the National North. Um, getting the minutes in against them, another 90 minutes, as a bat for learning to play, learning how each other works, et cetera, et cetera, um, is not a bad thing. And yeah, last night was very much pre-season-esque uh, with probably a bit more added uh, emphasis on the game. Obviously, there was something at stake, but at times it was pass, pass and move, pass and move, pre-season, keep the ball. And poor Livington got ran ragged for... 90 minutes, they'll be glad to get glad to get on the coach home. I think yeah. that night we were not being into double figures because it, it really could have been. It was it was completely Hereford and uh, there's a lot of hungry players for goals last night. They were queuing up and then Miles Story wasn't too happy that he didn't get on the goal sheet. Although in both both games he was a standout player. I mean, 
Livingston could not cope with the physicality of him at all. Uh, so, yeah, a, a, a very professional display. And you did wonder, uh, 1-0 at half-time, Hereford, I know they are playing against 10 men, if they would come out in the second half like they did at Limington and just think they're already through. And you kind of worried that if that happened, that Limington might get back. But no, they came out and completely dominated the game, uh, completely dominated the half, didn't even give Limington a sniff. And there was about a five-minute spell where there was a couple of dodgy back passes. But that's the defence learning to play with each other. Um, the goalkeeper learning. Um, you've got three uh, three defenders in that back four under the age of probably 24. So uh, with Ando's under 23 player, Luke Haynes just coming out of the under 23s, and Finney as well, Patrick Finney, a Dutch player, but he's not very old either. So uh, three of the back four are very young players. So they need the minutes. They need to learn to play men's football as well because only. Haynes has really got, um, I know Finney's had Dutch experience where they told him he tackled too hard, which, which is quite funny. But um, We're missing yeah, the national north. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he might, he might have, uh, he might find that he meets his match at York next week in that respect. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, he had a good debut last night and then, um, definitely staked his claim for a starting place on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, you got Limington and Lemington in the same week. It's, it's very confusing. Um, but we'll talk about the goals, really, from the game. Um, Dan Smith scoring a, and a beautiful free kick from Harry Pinchard, who we will hear from uh, from later. But, um, but yeah, just talk about the goals, mate. Um, and, and which one was that the pick of the bunch for you? Harry Pinchard um, was... Probably up there with um, Miles Story in Man of the Match. He got how Pinchard got Man of the Match because uh, Pinchard's been. He's you'll hear from him, but he's had COVID and he's had an injury. So to come back, first game back, really, and um, yeah, he looked every part of it. Um, he's only a slight figure, uh, no real t- taller than me, really. <laughs> it was uh, we were interviewing him after. It wasn't like looking up all the time like some of the centre backs. <laughs> <laughs> interviewing six six foot over six foot players I'm like looking up <laughs> at the sky and Pinchard's similar height to me but so yeah he, he accepts himself that he's uh that he's not going to win many aerial balls but it's the second balls and his, his composure on the ball and his, his talent obviously Man City uh looked at him uh which shows you the talent of that and um and his set set piece uh from the free kicks because he had one saved as well that was tipped over by the goalkeeper because I think the goalkeeper guessed which position exactly what spot he was going to put it in but on a different day that would have probably gone in as well but yeah for set piece ability was excellent and um, he got, his goal was a standout one and deservedly man of the match up there with Miles Story uh, probably after uh, probably won't take it off Story for last night anyway but yeah, it's been, well, as you said, he's frustrated not to get on the score sheet, but it's uh, it's good to see, you know, different goal scorers. Matthew Akuya also on the score sheet as well, uh, and young uh, Ollie Holbert on loan. Um, what were you impressed um, by him? Yeah, and also Dan Smith. Um, I think he's been quietly going about his work the last four games. He's just started to come into his own. Um, he there may, there may have been a slight discrepancy in the. The goal at Limington, he may have claimed that off Miles, off um, I think Miles' story, the first one, 
may have been Smith's or Story's. We're not quite sure. Like, it got given to Story, but it could have been Smith's. Uh, and then last night as well, he, he almost got robbed of a second goal in a week as Luke Haynes was initially given goal scorer. And uh, it was only on um, on the replay of the footage that it was actually Dan Smith. So t- potentially two goals. Dan has been given one at the moment. But yeah, in, um, and Ollie Holbert is, def- is a different type of striker. So they've got two forward options now. Um, Holbert's probably... Less physical, but I would say a bit sharper in front of goal. Um, so, yeah, he's a d- different type of player um, to, to shape things up. And they've got the opportunity to go two up top if they're chasing the game now. Hope always gone the, the sort of 4-4-1-1 sort of uh, number, number 10, which was Pinchard uh, behind the number nine. Um, that's what they usually do. Uh, but they've got the option now of going four four two, and even going more attackers than that if they're behind in the game. So excellent addition, Ollie Holbert. Um, he knows where the goal is. Getting one last night. Hopefully, game started. Um, and Gallen's got selection problems now, um, all across the pitch really, from the back four to the midfield to the strikers. And I can't remember last time. There's probably about three or four players who start for me every week um you probably use your stories your whole um and then then you're looking across the team really and most people say Hodgkiss is probably a a starter every week um but then Finney's going to be pushing him um although he's playing on the left at the moment he's a right-sided player Finney so that's probably the one position that Hereford are slightly weak in um Hancock seems to have been uh, less favoured of, of, of late um, and obviously um, Ryan Lloyd can fit, fit in there as well so yeah midfield um, they've got abundance of players obviously Story probably start week in week out but apart from that it, it's very interchangeable um, Owen Evans probably are some would argue deserves a starting plot every week but he's still going to earn it because um, QR snapping his heels for a spot and then the two strikers fighting for one spot as well. So you've probably only got three, three or four players that will start that you can bang on starting unless they're injured. But apart from that, um, there, there's selection problems. And with that, it makes competition across the squad good. And if a player is not performing, then Josh Gallagher can swap them in and out. So I think that's that's the real positive from the last week. Um, obviously, drawing at Limington wasn't great better than getting beat some national north sides got beat and um but yeah the the options Hereford have now got um obviously Selly Ishmael has refused a deal uh but midfield options Hereford got abundance of options um Couillard didn't even get a start last night in midfield so so and um and since Ishmael last played for Hereford Hulber and Ando came in on loan, so that may be may be freed that money up from the Ishmael departing for them two to come in. Because um, I remember when um, when we said, "Is anyone else coming in?" and Josh Gowan said, "Well, the money money's got money's done now. Um, unless anyone gives them for free." That was when Ish- Ishmael had first signed. So that that money may have freed up two spots. 
And for me, them two spots are probably more important than a wizard midfielder who may get injured. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's a good bit of business um, by Hereford. And as, as nice as it is and as good, as brilliant as it would have been to get Ishmael playing his full best football, how long would he have been around for before a League Two club came in? And for the for the the balance of the squad, having an extra striker and an extra defender is probably what Hereford needed in the long term. Although they're they're on one month rolling contracts, so uh, rolling loan deals, um, Ando and Hulbert. So, uh, but I think they're both very much keen for that month to be continuous um, as long as they're playing time, game time. And I can't see on their performances so far why they wouldn't be. Um, they'll be involved and hopefully continue to be involved. The only that the only uh, downside would be that is if Bristol Rovers called Ollie Hilbert back or Ipswich called Ando back. But I think uh, Diva's quite unlikely. Um, maybe Hilbert may get called back if Rovers have striker problems. I wouldn't have thought Ando would get They're such a young lad to get called back at Ipswich would probably be quite unlikely. Mm. Yeah, it's, it, it'd be, as, you, as you mentioned, the balance of the squad is more important than an individual. It's a shame. Um, Israel can, because I think he could have really lit up the National North. If, if, yeah. if fit, though, it's all about ifs, buts and maybes. We don't like that. We want, we want, we want definite and hopefully Holbert and Ando can provide that. Um, as well, the final bit of, of Hereford we'll, we'll cover uh, is Christian Pierce made his debut yesterday? Uh, Saturday. Saturday, sorry, Saturday. He made a he made a quick cameo eighteen minutes uh, on Saturday. Um, how did he look? I mean, it was a very brief uh, brief interlude. Yeah, well, they scored in eighteen minutes. <laughs> so, um, how fit Christian Pierce is is probably the issue there. Um, no preseason, um, coming straight into an FA Cup tie carrying a knock um, uh, yeah I, I think Josh Gowland probably prayed that he would survive the 90 um, just provide that reassurance for Haynes um, as it happened he didn't need to really worry because Ando was more is more than capable in that role um, so obviously Pierce was left out last night um, whether he will be back for Saturday maybe a bit soon uh, maybe he will be left for York. They may, maybe I'll be on the bench on Saturday. I don't know. Depends how bad his knock is. Um, from from Josh Gowland's tone and from what he said, um, it sounds like it's going to be days rather than weeks or months. So he potentially could play Saturday, but it's whether whether Hereford are going to risk him. Um, I think probably the York's going to be the bigger test. But then again, if Haynes and Ando put in a, a another solid performance against Lamington and keep a clean sheet, then why why swap it? Why put him in? Why not wait till he's fully fully fit and ready to go? So, yeah, decisions to make. Um, but yeah, um, Pierce. There was there wasn't much you could say from the eighteen minutes. I mean, let Lamington uh, the only living the only. Player who Limington for me had over the two legs were worthy of going up the leagues was Owen Fee. Uh, 
young lad, quite a small stature striker, and he he just got the run on him. He got the the run on um, Ando and Pierce in the opening minutes. They've never probably never played together. Maybe I don't think they they're not officially trained together. So got between them and got the run on them and scored. So, um, but yeah. So we'll, we'll learn more about Christian Pierce, no doubt, in the coming weeks and months. We've got a long season as as it's uh, breaking up to be, really. Um, so some long way trips in the coming weeks, and I'm sure he'll feature. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's enough of the Bulls, and it's time to get on to the Fantasy League <laughs> because it's getting very, very dangerous for Ben, maybe the basement boy of the league. He's currently sitting in 73rd of 75 um, with a 38-point week, which, after I've Ooh. checked, is the second worst in the entire <laughs> He's not had a good time of it. Uh, I actually had a decent week, 66 points this week, uh, up to 26. But, Ben, uh, yeah. I mean, at least Mo Salah scored. But I, I didn't have him as captain. Until uh, until after the game week had started. Oh, Ben. So that's what I'm putting my um, my, my poor performances down to. And also, Wolves had a terrible week getting hammered. So yeah. those <laughs> two of them are starting 11 out already for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. a good week, was it? <laughs> you know, but you know what? It's going to spark a comeback because Ben's... He's now he's now paying attention to the, to the fantasy league this week. He's going to come back and hopefully he's into the top seventy. That's the plan, eh, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, now Salah can start scoring it because he's he's captain now. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We've got Brentford on the weekend. Liverpool have so that's going to be uh, hopefully Mo Salah can can score a couple. And um, we've got a new leader in the league, actually, uh, Ian Schimmel uh, with Cattle and Derby. He got an 86-point week, um, which is very, very good indeed. Um, had Cristiano Ronaldo, but Mo Salah captain, and Ismail Asnar from Watford as well. But yes, uh, that brings to an end um, these, this episode of Bulls Cast. I do hope you did enjoy it. If you did, make sure to follow us on Spotify and, uh, well, all social media for the Harrowford Times as well. Uh, we'll catch you in the next one.